Yingling, Garth Brooks, Italian. And what else? That was it? Okay. <laughs> podcast i am old head ed thank you for joining us this podcast is about three things brews beats and eats hence the name um another week at it uh shouts to everybody who's been tuning in following along checking out the youtube page make sure you subscribe when you get there all right the youtube is tricky it's brews beats the ampersand uh eats it's all one word so i know a lot of people are like i can't find it how am i supposed to subscribe so it's brews beats like matched up to it the ampersand and then eats the podcast on youtube if you go through the trouble of doing all this get there you subscribe hit the notification bell that's something i've seen on other youtube videos like hit the notification bell and then it'll keep you up with all the content again uh video episodes try to do them once a month uh depending on the schedule uh every audio episode on a weekly basis will get posted up there as well thanks for everyone who's been involved up until this point um, which brings us to this point. This week, I got another special guest, as always. Special in the sense that she is the first female of season two. Yay! There you go. I'll put in the applause there, too. But uh, I usually put in the applause <laughs> when I introduce them. And this is none other than Crystal D'Amico. Hi! Yes, Crystal's in here. How you doing, Crystal? Good. Very excited. Oh, yes. Me, too. Uh, here we are. Uh, Crystal, you're a photographer. Yes. Oh, when did you get into photography? I got into photography almost 10 years ago. Okay. I got um, a camera for my birthday, and I was, v- I was living out in California mm-hmm. in the desert, and okay. I needed a hobby, something to do. I was, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. Um, bought a camera, decided to start going on nature trails out in the mountains, started doing mm-hmm. um, photography of just nature, gotcha. and then all the wildlife would come out, and I would get photos of that, and... Just started a passion from there, and then I just kept going. Um, and then currently, I started doing um, some portrait photography, doing more photos with actual people in okay. them, and trying to do different types of, um, I guess, like art pieces that I can work with for my personal self, and then uh, kids' birthday photos, gotcha. Christmas photos, that type of thing. So you really like to challenge yourself, because a I kid's do. birthday... I mean, oh yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I could imagine it's like trying yeah. to get everybody. I mean, it's it's a mission to get kids together so we can sing happy birthday yes. in front of a cake. So I get a, which is not your responsibility, but you no, have to capture it all right as it, it happens. Exactly. Like, the best is when I do just the one on one with the kids to like get their first photos, like with the smash cake and everything. Okay. <gasps> they like to run. There's no sitting <laughs> in one spot. They like to run. Luckily, I started with nature photography, so okay. capturing something on the move. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, oh, it comes but it is handy. fun. I do like to challenge myself. I like to push as far as I possibly can. No, that's excellent. You mentioned uh, receiving a camera as a gift. Um, Was that something you had asked for? Yes. Okay, so it it was. was. I did. I asked for it. I didn't actually get it. It was more like everybody kind of pitched in with money and gift cards 
And I was gotcha. like, okay, well then I'll this just what put I'm in the rest and this is what I'm getting it for. So, nice. and I got a, it was a Nikon D3000 was my very first camera okay. Okay. um and i've upgraded now i have the d7500 okay so, all right yes. moving on up big things <laughs> yes. is happening yes cool cool there was there a certain time of day you preferred to shoot was there um uh, no it, any time was great Anytime you was know okay. um i lived like i said in the desert by the mountains there really was not a lot of um like street lights mm. or anything like that so nighttime was great because you could get stars over the mountains um, there's mountain goats that I didn't know okay. ever existed, and they actually climb up the mountain sideways. Super cool. These are the ones that you have, like, they're like, how did they get up yes, there? Yes, exactly. How did they get up there? They live there. Like, wow. that's, and they just kind of hop. And amazing, though, to see things. Rattlesnakes I've seen. I've mm. seen different With, types of plant life. That's, okay. you know, I mean, desert plant life. But yeah, yeah. That, or you know, their form of plant life, yeah. <laughs> the ones that require a little water. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I used to go down to Joshua Tree National Park and walk through okay. there, and it was nice. it was really nice. Okay. Way different than Florida. I was born and raised in Florida. Where so you? Oh, okay. It was nice to okay. transfer a little bit. Did uh? So when you made your way back this way, mm-hmm. and then you started capturing stuff here, was it still mostly wildlife? And it was mostly wildlife. Yeah, I came life. back. I started going to uh, Butterfly World, or I would go to Flamingo Gardens, where okay. I knew I would have actual. wildlife wildlife yeah then i started going to parks and just trying to find different places that had nature trails so i could take pictures Mm -hmm. of um flowers or bees butterflies if i could just capture just nature in its own setting type of thing you know Mm because a lot of these nature walks or nature centers Mm -hmm. they try and preserve it as much as possible so did a lot of that and then someone reached out to me um and said hey can you take pictures for my daughter's first birthday okay i was like i've never done it but sure started doing it i was like this is fun let's keep going and i just started adding on different things and nice yes nice um you take wedding pictures too? I have not yet. Not yet, okay. Not okay. yet. Because the I reason know, I ask, because, <laughs> okay, well, it's going to happen, but the reason I'm asking, I guess the, the question is a little premature. I was going to say, uh, I wonder what's harder to deal with, a bride and a groom or a kid? I guess it depends on the bride. Yeah. Or the groom. Oh, the groom. Or the groom. The yeah. Men have gonna, their own little yeah. prima donna We're not going to discriminate, yeah. <laughs> Groomzilla. Yes, exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I mean, I, I like to think that... Uh, the where the groom could be an issue is maybe where if he maybe had a couple too many yeah and it's you know and just to get the yeah. nerves out and then he doesn't realize he went a little too much exactly. and it's like he's, well, he's kind of doing stuff he shouldn't he's be not doing. listening i'm not yeah. gonna capture him although those would be great photos yes because yes. it'd be like welcome to the rest of your life that, right here <laughs> that was it would be exhibit a down the down the exactly. line exactly because it's like I would have never thought. He was like, oh, well, you knew from the wedding pictures that I was like this, exactly. if nothing else. That's, if, yep, the first red else. flag, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, are you more of a candid, do you prefer candid pictures over set shots? I do prefer candid. Okay. I do shoot um, outside as much as I can. Um, I did get a lot of studio stuff. If my mom's listening to this, she'd be like, I spent all this money on the studio. <laughs> yeah. She got me lights. She got me okay. backdrops, the backdrops, like everything that you could do for studio. I did one studio session. I was like, no, nope, hate this. I want my natural light. I want to be outside. I want to yeah. do. You want to feel the elements around wanna, you. Exactly. So um, I'd rather that. That's yeah. And I love, I would much rather have candid photos. Mm-hmm. I take candid photos of my son all the time, my okay. niece and nephew. I'm like, yeah. They're the best shots because it's life in motion in those Correct. moments. It's so great. Correct. It's so great. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not, I'm, I've, <laughs> in my 40, I'm close to 45 years of life, I've come to learn that I'm not just, I'm not very photogenical. So, and, and then it just, it, it just becomes more of a challenge if you tell me to, hey, stand there stand and smile. There and I'm like, exactly. uh, I'm bound to get it wrong. It's very hard. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you want something specific. So whenever I do like the kids photo shoots and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The parents are always like, no, stand still. No, stand. And I'm like, leave them be. Yeah. Let them be. I promise you, I'm going to get shots of your kid that you didn't even think that mm-hmm. could be done. And mm-hmm. you do because you get their natural laugh. You get their natural smile. You get them actually enjoying whatever's happening mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. And it makes the picture, even though they're like their hand is awkward or they're moving in, a, yeah. it makes the picture that much more special because yeah. it's not like... Like how you would normally see in like the photos frozen. in the in the frames that you buy, you yeah. know, that are already like yeah. set up that way. So <laughs> yeah. Or that DMV photo look like. When is it happening? Yes. Exactly. I, wait, is it now yeah. or is it now? Do I smile now or later? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Is it on three or on three and then yeah, one <laughs> and, of then the, snap the and then photo. snap the photo. Exactly. No, we never get on the same page. I yeah. But uh that's that's pretty interesting. Um what's something else that you shot uh besides kids um, and nature? Well, Okay, so Halloween's my favorite holiday in the entire world. Um, Shouts to Love Little Monkey. <laughs> now I'm starting to see. Now I'm starting to see the connection here. But go ahead. Yes, uh, favorite favorite holiday is Halloween. So we've started. My cousin does makeup. She okay. went to school from you know doing makeup and stuff, and nice. she's trying her best to branch out with more maybe special effects and stuff like that. Gotcha. So we started doing um, Halloween photo shoots. We started like five years ago. Was our first setup. She um, painted, we did a clown, creepy clown in the woods. Um, So we're trying to. In the woods? In the woods. Like, set out. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Um, Today's shoot, uh, the piece is called Till Death Do Us Part. And we have a (laughs) bride and groom, and um, bride tries to, I mean, groom tries to kill bride, but bride is like, like snaps into like demon mode and then really? yeah it's like the whole, oh wow. it's great it's so good yeah <laughs> so we did that today that was down in like a nature center you know using okay. a lot of the forest yeah. and like hiding type things yeah so we do we try me and my cousin try and get to doing a lot of like interesting artwork type stuff, yeah so. not your run-of-the-mill scenarios right. like introduce different themes and what exactly. I into if it can be as haunted as possible and creepy as possible absolutely up my alley but yeah. I don't mind doing like I like to just like I said I like to push myself so I want to do different types of things different types of settings okay. try and do all types of um, like photography that I possibly can with it so. got you got yeah. you yeah there's something about like like you know it could be the, the most um, like uh, innocent frame of mind to have like a clown in, uh, just in the right. woods the clown could have the best intentions, uh, you know, when it comes to people. Yeah. The moment you put them in the woods, it's like, right. who? Hi- why is that? Per- why exactly. Is that clown it becomes there? creepy. Right. Like, yeah. Like it's like anywhere else, you're like, eh. you're like, oh, there's a clown. Okay. And then you don't want to even stick around and ask questions because you're like, all right, you don't belong here. <laughs> even if you were hired, I don't belong here. I'm leaving. Yes. No, it's it, and we like to do stuff like you know, push. Yeah. Push the envelope a little bit to be like, okay. Like today they were doing that. Yeah. People were walking by and they're like, they're probably thinking, oh my God, what a enga- beautiful engagement yeah. shoot. And she's like on the ground and he's like dragging her by her foot, <laughs> thrown over her shoulder. They're probably like, what, what is happening? <laughs> I had some photos so I could actually get her like screaming, you know, to yeah. get the actual emotion of uh-huh. it. So she's screaming and I'm like, someone's going to come guys. I hope you're all ready. <laughs> People walking by going, see, COVID is doing yeah, it to everybody. Right, exactly. <laughs> Got everybody going crazy. Right? Ex- no. 
it was perfect though. That's I, hilarious. Oh, I love, but I love that. That's, yeah. uh, the more looks, the better. That makes it even better. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And it's different. It's, yeah, it's definitely something that's not expected. And then when it comes out, looking the way it does, that, that's cool. Yes. That's really cool. Um, it was, a, was it a gory setup or it was just... It was not gory per se. Like, we didn't yeah. have blood. We okay. didn't have... I wanted to keep it... Um, semi-clean if that makes sense almost mm-hmm. like he didn't know that he messed with the wrong girl type oh, okay of thing. like okay. if this is his normal thing that he does gotcha. you know marries girls kills him whatever it may yeah. be but like this one wrong one okay. so we kind of yeah. set it up that way i didn't nice. want too much gore um i do have some mm-hmm. i did do a photo shoot there's a little gore there's yeah tell me about that one okay so we set my cousin up um we blacked out her eyes you know mm-hmm. um and then put some red uh i think we used face paint or makeup okay. to make it look like she was bleeding from her eyes and okay. she was like in the shower coming out the shower and then there's one shot where she's literally backwards like upside down backwards to where it looks like she, like exorcism yeah like, yeah when she yeah, comes when running down the stairs when she's contorted exactly yeah. yes so we have that that one wow. was that one was definitely really yeah does she do yoga that's hard to do. Cheerleading. Right? Okay. She did okay. cheerleading. Close. So All right. Yeah. Was, yeah. So she was familiar. She was <laughs> exactly. familiar. No, it was, that one was, that one was, that yeah. was good. That one was good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'd like to do gory. We're actually, we have, um, next weekend, mm-hmm. we have, um, a witch's coven photo shoot that we're doing. Okay. Um, so it's going to be five, five girls that okay. are all set up, you know, dressed up as yeah. they are, as if. You know, for their own sisterhood, and okay. we're just gonna go again out to the woods. Yeah, because <laughs> woods are creepy. That's, I was gonna say, and that's kind of bold. It's like even when it's kind of like um, framing in a certain way. It's like there's certain things you don't want to mess with. Like right. you don't want to push the envelope too that's, much. Right, right, right. Let's not make it real realistic to the point where like something pops up. But, right, something may happen. No, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. So we're uh, definitely gonna go out there, and we're gonna do i have a an area that i like to go to and it has like lots of open space but okay. a lot of foliage behind it so it, it should be good it yeah. should be exciting oh no doubt I'm, I'm super excited about that one and i i don't know if you realize it but i like the way you've incorporated your favorite holiday even though this year like no other year things right. are not the same right so that's a pretty neat way to kind of keep you yes. inside you know within the you know what your favorite holiday is and you're involved yes so that's cool because of course we don't know what's going to happen with you know no I the know. trick-or-treating or whatnot and i know it's so sad like that was especially because halloween's on a saturday yeah so it had so like much potential should have had a whole weekend festivities you think but... about it so many years in the past when there was a was a halloween is on a monday and you yes. still get like this the partying starts way ahead oh, even yes. though it's not an ideal to party and then you'll see people out there on mm-hmm. a monday or a tuesday like, living right. it up and the saturday this year being a saturday you think it'd be like they have think all the makings for a real good halloween absolutely we're here i agree so we, we touched on COVID. Um, yes. You also have a couple of handmade home items yes. that you that you sell. I do. I sell masks right now. I'm okay. selling masks. Um, they have the pocket for a filter. Okay. If you need to with a nose nose bridge because gotcha. I wear glasses okay. um, when I'm at work and <laughs> it, it you're, you're walking up. out of a sauna every time. Exactly. Like you're sitting there at your desk and you're like. Why is yes. there a sauna happening? So the nose bridge helps because you can kind of close up the mm-hmm. areas where, you know, your own the breath. The seepage you would get, yeah. Exactly. So um, super comfortable. Mm-hmm. I uh, The company's called Melon Thread Creations. Melon Thread Creations. Um, That's going to be in the description notes, yeah, definitely. No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, you can go on. It's an Instagram page right now. Okay. Um, 
and you, there's a couple styles that I have up there right now, and you can order right through there if you, you know, just a DM, hey, they're $10, so okay. nothing too pretty crazy. Af- yeah, it's pretty affordable. I've seen some where they're, yes. they're up there, and I, and I haven't even stepped into one of the, one of those stores at the mall because I've seen people post stuff where it's like, I'm at the mall, and they have an actual COVID store. Oh, wow. Yeah, like Aventura was one of the places okay. where somebody I was following, and they're like... Wow, you can get there's stuff. an actual COVID store in the mall. Oh, it's, wow. it's face masks and stuff okay. like that. And of course, with you know paying mall rent, you're gonna have to yeah. charge people something crazy. Absolutely. Um, but it's always so. The reason I say that is that it's a good thing to have a, an affordable option. What else do you have as far as the? Um, right now I don't have much on there right now. Just the masks okay. right now because okay. that was obviously a necessity. Yeah. And um, but I am branching out. I've started making baby um blankets, like receiving blankets. Okay. I've made baby beans. I'm making little baby booties. I haven't posted them yet. They're going to okay. be posted soon. Okay, okay. Um, but I've been doing that. I've also made um, a floor pillow for my son for his reading corner okay. in his bedroom. So nice. I make those too. Those are those are fun. Cause all like, homemade. All homemade. All yep. All sewn by me. Nice. By my, my my little hands. <laughs> <laughs> when they're not snapping away at pictures, yes. you're making stuff that uh that'll that's ideal for the young ones. Yes. Ideal for the. For everyone, when they're walking around now, we don't know how long this mask thing is right. going to last. Oh, and so. I do I do kid sizes, too, for the oh, masks. excellent. So excellent. I have adult and I have kid sizes, because especially now with school coming back around. Yes, and, and then bringing them, back, introducing hey, them little by little. Yep. I had to make for my niece and nephew, because they had to go physically into school. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do kid masks, too. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, the, the thought just popped into my head. is like, I wonder how many teachers during a virtual class... Uh, looking at their students, I, I mean, I would have done this as a kid. I would have wore my mask like behind the computer, oh my just goodness. to kind of be like, right, you know, be that kid, you right? Know? Of so course. Like you don't have to do that. You if don't you're have in to the wear it. You're in your home. home. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it's just just to get a kick out of it. Like, be the clown. <laughs> like I'm wearing my mask in the. That would have been my brother. Oh really? My, okay. Absolutely. Right, my we... brother would have purposely did it just <laughs> yeah. because. Like, yeah. well, we have to wear our masks, right? Yeah, we that have to. Right, him. you told us we have to wear our masks. Yep, that would be him, and he would love it. He'd love every second of it. I kind of feel like we're uh, we're aligned in here, <laughs> at least in that aspect. Um, you mentioned the Instagram. Can you give them yes. one more time? Give them all your information. We'll okay. get the official business out the way, and then we'll get into no the next problem. Segment. So it's melon. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Hold is on, it? I think there's an underscore in it. That's is, why. Ah, hold okay, on. okay. Hold on, hold on. I got okay. it. Well, my photography Instagram page is Eagle i okay. the letter i lowercase i and photo is f-o-t-o so it's e-a-g-l-e-i-f-o-t-o yeah that's straight through okay melons yeah it's melon thread okay. underscore creations. creations yes so and it's a little watermelon that's the my name is a little watermelon so you. if you see a funky bright colored watermelon you're in the right place you're in the right place (laughs) we have gotten to know crystal we got to know about her photography uh what services she's offering she gave you the official business the ig where to find her now that we got that out the way there's only there's a few more things to do but the next thing we're going to take care of is getting into the bruise segment because it is bruise beats and eats you guys stick around i got crystal with me stay tuned Little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, big beer, little beer, 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 beer. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. 
we have reached the bruise segment of the podcast in this segment. Uh, my guest is so kind enough to sample four beers, which I provide for them. I'm not sponsored, so don't sponsor be... Sponsor us. So sponsor us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man, me and Chris are going to get along just fine. Yes. I'm not sponsored, so sponsor us. But in the meantime, I always ask my guests to give me their truest opinion, okay. uh, unabashed, unadulterated, unfiltered, every other un... There's four beers. We go from your left to your right. Okay. And uh, they'll start off at a, at a lower ABV and they'll make their way up. Okay. And then we'll give, you know, we'll get your thoughts on them. We'll eventually get into some, hopefully, some interesting early beer memories. Okay. Those are always fun. Sometimes. And then we'll get into what you drink nowadays. So, okay. but before we do all that, let's get started with the first beer. The first one is from the Three Sons Brewing Company. It's their Light Crispy Boy. It's an American lager. Clocks in at a four point, oh, a four percent ABV, and it's brewed here in Dania Beach, Florida. Okay. Crystal, I'm gonna actually. I've had this one before, but I'm okay. gonna pour myself some up because you got some. You got yeah. okay. Yeah. I like a little setup. Thank you so much. Nice. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. Okay. It's not bad. Okay. That's not bad. It's light. Yeah. It's definitely light. Mm hmm More, more on like the Bud Light side. Correct. Okay. Much closer to Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not bad. It's though. probably yeah. It's probably their shot, their try at a beer that's similar. Um, the one thing about Three Sons is that they're very good about making beers mm -hmm. that a craft okay. beer person. Right. Really enjoys, but then it also brings in a, de a demographic of people of people who are more familiar with, like you said, a Budweiser, Bud Light, right? Okay, Miller. So but on it's and so good because it doesn't have the same aftertaste. Yeah, that Bud Light, Budweiser, all of them okay. have that kind of. It lingers. Yeah, yeah. Kind of in the back of your throat, and you're yeah. like, all right, let me take another sip, or let me get some water. Let me yeah. clear this out. <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned that because that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm more fond of their IPAs than anybody else's because. They don't have that lingering. Mm -hmm. you, you'll, I mean, you'll be able to tell the difference. You'll know that it's an IPA you're drinking, but it doesn't have that lingering effect. Right. Uh, but yeah, so this is their light American lager, Three Sons Brewing. I think probably right now, like my favorite brewery in South Florida. Okay. Where's it located? Three Sons. It's in uh, Dania Beach. Dania it's Beach. right okay. south of Old Griffin uh, Road on US 1. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, US 1. Oh, okay, cool. US 1. So it's just south of the airport. It's not far. Right. Um, it's, you'll miss it if you go by it. Because on the street, they don't have a big sign on the street, but uh, there is a, um, there's a big orange because on the corner of that plaza, they have one of those, um, it's not a wings store, but it's just typically those, those souvenir gift stores that you okay, find okay, by the I, beach. Okay. They've got one of those on the corner where they've got all the seashells and whatnot. Oh, so cool. you pull into the plaza there towards the back, you see it. Shouts to Corey from Three Sons Brewing. Definitely someone I got to get on the show. Got to make it happen. Yes. It's, it's all me though. That's I'm the one. Drink comes in. That's where sponsor <laughs> Yeah, see, that, that's what a producer would sound like if I had a producer on the show, like that's just that background voice. Um, typically at this point, I ask my guests, earliest beer memories, hashtag EBMs, that still hasn't quite picked up, but hey, there's still a lot of season to go. So Crystal, earliest beer memory. Uh, Mom, turn off the podcast if you're listening. Um, high school. 
I mean, who who didn't have a beer memory in high school, right? Okay. Is this true? It, yes. Uh, my it's more normal were, than you think, mom. Yes. It's more, more normal. My than friends you think. were older, so she knows that. Okay. Um, okay. They were. I was a freshman. They were seniors. Okay. So gotcha. of course I was. You know, at parties. Yeah. <laughs> I was hanging out. Huh? Just, yeah. um, there was. I remember it was the University of Miami Florida State game. Okay. It was the first time I had ever seen or heard of Flip Cup. And oh, yes, oh, the yes. game, the drinking yes. game. We were at a friend's house. Um, they had everything set up on, you know, they had a tarp underneath the folding table. Really? So that the beer, you know, when you spill it. And that was, yeah, I think we were, I want to say it was Natty Ice, you know? Of course. Of course. Of course. The cheap yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah, you, you gotta just go, get yeah. at the store. You, you know, you're partying, you're, it's budgeted. Nobody really has a full-time and, job at that point. Exactly. So you can't really... But we did. It was the yep UM Florida State game, of course, the mm. ha- ha- rival game. Yes, and yes. It just got a little crazy, and that was it. Was with, fun. With it was fun. Cup. Yes. Okay. But there was a lot of beer, a lot of slipping and sliding, a lot <laughs> of. Um... The um, the other thing I noticed too, as as I get older, it's um I, I marvel at the fact that there's such things as flip cup or beer pong. It's or or three man. Oh which yes. Is, you played three uh-huh. man before. Okay. And at this point, I'm sitting there going like, wait a minute. I showed up to drink anyway. Why do we have to play a game that's going to force, which I'm, I'm willingly right. going to participate. <laughs> I am. But I, goes, I don't know if that goes to just the competitive nature of some people. Uh, I think it's that. And then so that, okay. So when you're young gotcha. and you're at a party. Yeah, tell me about you, what you're listen, young. Because <laughs> I think what I've noticed as okay. getting older is mm-hmm. that, you know, okay, you transition from clubs to bars. Because you go from a scene where you're like, ah, da, 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 yeah. to a, I kind of just want to go out and relax. Very I want to drink, but I want to relax. Very I don't need true. to be crazy. So mm-hmm. I think, same idea, you know, you play all those games because you want, like, stuff to be going on at all yeah. times. Yeah, because yeah. when you're young, you don't know how to sit around and just have, like, a normal conversation with people. Correct. Correct. In my defense, it, it was a rival game that was on. So, <laughs> you know, why not keep the competitiveness going? The spirit of rivalry. There you go. And yeah. it was. It was Florida State fans versus UM was fans. Was it? Oh, okay. oh yeah. So you guys it incorporated like whole, the... Oh, oh nice, yeah, it was, nice. It was the whole shebang. So. Wow. wow. But it was fun. I mean, nice. probably Did well. you fare well? Yeah, we won. Nah, okay. I don't think we won the football game because... Yeah. Unfortunately. When you say we were talking about... Florida State. Florida, okay. All yes. right. So, oh, <laughs> go no. All right. Yes, Florida right State. Place. Florida yes. State. Yeah. Um, but no, we were winning flip cups, so that's all that, I cared about. Yeah. To me, Florida State was winning, so... <laughs> <laughs> It's the game within the game. Yes, exactly. Not so, bad. Yes. And, and again, one of those, uh, another thing, another uh, thing that I, I think about when I think these drinking games is if you want to get better at it, you're going to have to drink. drink. Oh, yeah, you have to you're drink more. You're going to have to drink. Oh, absolutely. Not yes, you bad. have to. <laughs> Not bad. Well, we're going to drink more here. Okay, cool. We're going to move on to the second beer. We could always come back to that yes. one if you'd like. Um, but we're definitely going to move into the second one. This sef- the second one is from the O'Fallen, O'Fallen, O'Fallon. I'm, I'm going to get this right. It's the O'Fallon Brewing Company. It's their salted caramel. It's a pumpkin beer, which brings okay. us back to the uh, October and the favorite holiday of the young lady across from me here. Um, it clocks in. Well, actually, the alcohol by volume is not listed on this, which makes me wonder why. But um, it is brewed in Missouri. And it's their, yeah, their pumpkin beer, salted caramel. I haven't tried this, so I'm also going to give this a try. But go ahead, please, by all means, let me know what you think. Ooh. 
Okay, there's a little Ooh. bit of intrigue there. That sounded like intrigue. If yes. I've ever heard of intrigue before. Very fall. Okay. Very, very much for fall. Um, okay. Yes, no, it's good. <laughs> that is interesting. Right, it is. It's not too sweet, but it's not too bitter. Hence the salt. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, you know, when you have like a flavored beer where they're trying to add some stuff into it, but they got to keep over, the hops. Yeah, it'll it's get very, overdone on one exactly. side, or they or they, they either won't accomplish what they're set out to because right. it's too hoppy, or they do too much of what. Exactly. No, this is perfect. Nice. This is good. It is smooth. Actually, yeah. It's, smooth. it's light. It's not, you know, heavy. It's. Correct. And it, it's still, well, we don't have the ABV on this one. So we might be drinking the, the strongest one right now. <laughs> and what I'm learning. So these are supposed to be shots, not actual. Yeah, right? <laughs> We have 16 ounces worth of shots here. <laughs> we might be in trouble. Uh, but uh, it's um, as of late, I've learned that some places don't include the ABV because they're not quite sure where it falls. Okay. And so instead of committing themselves to a, a certain number and it that not being sense. that, they, they stay away that from it. Um, well, definitely. I mean, if you, I guess if you're in between a, a, a beer and a cider, Mm. This would be, or if you're transitioning from cider into beer, like you want to express, explore more. Yeah, this would probably be a good this way to to transfer a starting a little bit. point. Yeah, no, because you still have the the hops taste. You're still getting that, which is yeah, great. Because but it has a light beer. crispiness that but it's so cider light. And would then have. the taste, right? Exactly. Like the ciders, you can taste the crisp apple or yeah. whatever they're mixing into theirs, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, I agree. definitely taste pumpkin. And the aftertaste is very pumpkin pie, so I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> And probably less calories. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna guess to say that it's probably less calories than a slice of pumpkin pie. I uh, probably yeah. maybe. Yeah, with lingering effects. With lingering, yes, <laughs> better like effects. Better effects. Because <laughs> pumpkin pie, you just end up feeling full. You're sitting there, you're like, oh, I ate too much. So pumpkin you pie. could have your pumpkin pie during your turkey, though. If you're drinking this you're drinking while this. you're eating, yeah, you don't that's even have to. Good, you can it. stuff up on stuffing and turkey, and you don't even have to and wait for dessert. You're, you're in the midst of and it, and then you could take your nap. That's it. Your Thanksgiving nap, you can more still football. take. <laughs> I like the way you think. that. That's an yes. excellent strategy. This is really good stuff. Mm-hmm. First time I'm trying it, and I'm really liking it. Yeah, it's good. Shouts to O'Fallon. Or Fallon. O'Fallon. It's O'Fallon. Oh, call us and let us know o- how to say the name. <laughs> Man, that, that's, I'm going to put in, at that point, I'm going to put in the game show winning uh, yeah. sound. That was so good. It's great, beautiful. <laughs> Let's get into this third beer. Okay. We're going back to Three Sons, uh, Dania Beach, uh, three, three Sons Brewing. This is their Antique Alley. It's an American Amber slash Red Ale. Clocks in at a five point four, and it's brewed here in Florida. Give the, I've had this one before, so it's it's a nice color. The presentation. The presentation is, is nice. Very captivating. Oh, see, that's good. You like that. Yeah, yeah close, that's, that's closer to what I typically drink, which is yingling. yingling. Yes. So it's yeah. good, though. It's So now, see, if I had a research and development department here, I'd ask them, what's the ABV on yingling? Which I'm going to say it's like a five. Uh, it's probably been the same range. So I was just wondering if maybe the craft beer had a little range. more, but it's probably in the same it's range. It's probably the same range. Same range. I like this one. Uh, um, I was recently there, and um, I always like to try different ones mm-hmm. before I get into anything else. Uh, but this time I was I was really hungry when I showed up and I was like I'm gonna order one of their pizzas and they they do a good job of pairing okay like it'll give you a, right excuse me a suggestion as to what to pair with what you're ordering and I was I was when I went there I'm like 
Excuse me. <clears throat> it's this is what happens when you do a show pumpkin. about drinking. <laughs> it's the pumpkin. <laughs> so um, I usually uh, say like, all right, I'm gonna stay away from this one because I want to try something else. Okay. So I go look at the pizza and I go to order it, and then what is it paired with? Antique Alley. Ah, it's meant to be. You're like, he twisted my arm. Yeah, there you go. I'm, See? I'm just gonna go right to it and. and have no, it that. is. It's really good, and it's not bubbly like you know a lot yeah. of the other two. Excuse me. See? see? Yeah. yeah. The pumpkin. Um, the other two, the first one was pretty bubbly, just yeah. like, you know, Bud Light and all that. Mm-hmm. But this one's smooth. It's nice. Nice. It's yingling is, too. Okay. Not very... There's not a lot of um, carbonate. No one. Yeah, carbonation, a yeah. Carbonation. Where it's not like yeah. really like light, It's not light. too much going on. So yeah. when you're drinking it, it's nice and, and smooth. Where else mm-hmm. some things feel like, you know, soda or something. Yeah. Do you know that uh, I recently was informed that uh, yingling is... is, uh, is, com- is Putting out a beer in combination with Hershey's. No. So we're going to be having chocolate. Stop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. sounds great. Shout, shouts to us versus the buff. He put me on to it. Um, South Florida media gang. He knows who he is. And uh, yeah, so he sent me a, a, a he sent me the story or a post from Yingling. And it's like wow. Yingling's. And then uh, the 12 pack is the the, the, the cardboard 12 pack carrying okay. case. And then at the bottom it says Hershey's across oh. it. So I'm not sure when it's dropping. Christmas. Probably perfect for Christmas or Valentine's. Or, or yeah, yeah. Yep, Yingling. If you're listening, that's the way to do is... it. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor uh, us. We're giving you great ideas. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Cut the check. <laughs> we'll figure out. We'll we'll, we'll separate. Yes. It. I'll get ten percent. But think about that'd be yeah. great because if he's buying you flowers and chocolate, what would so be better than to buy him some chocolate, chocolate beer? beer. Chocolate beer. Yeah. Jingling. That's it. It writes itself. Hershey's. I don't care. One of you. Yeah, one of the two. Who's ever more willing? So, please. Come on. If, you're, if your department's not, your marketing department's not already on this, that's what we're here for. Okay. Crystal, there you go. Bruce Beats and he's making it happen. Making it happen. Um, we, we touched on Yingling. Yes. Uh, is that your, your the beer you drink nowadays? Now that's the one I go okay, to. Okay, so you go to. Yeah, went through, you know, you go through Natty Light to begin. Mm-hmm. And then um, Coors, you know, and then Ciders. I did some Ciders when okay. it came out. Um, because I was drinking Coors, which is a little harsh sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, I don't really want to drink this anymore. Mm-hmm. Ciders, you know, are good because they're fruity. And yeah. I'm a girl, so not fruity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then my, um, my husband... He's the one who drinks Yingling, and I've gravitated. Just, I just Yingling. gravitated towards that because that's what he would order, okay. and then I'm like, okay, well, let me see. I've never done anything that was like too dark. Yeah, and I tried it, and I was like, wow, Pleasant really surprise. like this. Yeah, cool. so it's the apparently it's the oldest brewery in the United States. Um, yep, is that in Pennsylvania? I think it's in Pennsylvania. I want to say it's Pennsylvania. Your guess is good yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> This week's poll is Yingling Shit, in just, Pennsylvania. We just lost them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there goes that sponsor. That's it. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's, That's fine with me. Um, we have one more beer again. Okay. Let's uh, do you it. Want, you want to give that one another run? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. up to you. That's uh, that's probably one of my personal favorites yeah, from Three Sons is that Antique Alley. Okay, let's try it. This last one. Mm-hmm. Okay. It comes to us from Boulevard Brewing. It's their Space Camper Cosmic IPA. Okay. It is an IPA, as the, t- as the title suggests. And uh, it clocks in at a 5.9, and it's from Missouri. So we got two Missouri beers and mm-hmm. two Florida beers. That's pretty interesting. That was not part of the uh, plan there. And I was going to put the can inside the flight <laughs> holder. That's how you know we're at the fourth beer. <laughs> the host of the show is kind of doing things right. that it's not supposed to. 
But we're here anyway. It's all good. And we don't get out of the segment until we taste this last beer. That's so. fine. Okay. All right. Are it's you... not bad. Not a big IPA. IPA. Okay, so it's IPA ask. is a very um, acquired taste. Yes, it is. Definitely is. Uh, I would never, if somebody put it down in front of me, I'm going to drink it. Exactly. You know? I'll yeah. never turn down. You'll be, you'll be a gracious <laughs> guest. Will, yes, exactly. And you finish the beer they presented you. My parents you always told me, don't say no. It's impolite. Correct. So just go with it. Yes. But no, it's really good. Um, it's fruity. Okay. It did taste a little fruity. Um, but it's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm with you there too. It's it's an IPA. Like I mentioned earlier, there's very few IPAs that kind of like on the first try, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is really good. It doesn't, it rarely happens. Um, and I've said it before. I don't know if the, if I'm just developing a taste or a tolerance for them where they're not, this one doesn't have a lot of back end. Like, did you taste like it, where, where no. it like lingered around? Okay, so it's no, not, not that I've just developed a, um, a tolerance for no, it. No, it was I'm, good. Yeah, sometimes IPAs okay. will sit will sit. Yeah. They will yeah, sit. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I'm here to stay. Yes. And then somebody there's pulls up to the house. Right. And like, yeah, there's nothing that you can, yeah. yeah. Unless you enjoy IPAs. Unless, then you're like, then, great, this yeah. taste is never going This is, this is exactly this what is I what was I looking for. Strange thing is that um, I've, I've, been, I've talked to different beer fans and um, it's, it's funny because they kind of, the real beer people, the craft beer connoisseurs, they're on something that it's like two steps down the line right. and I'm like, I haven't even gotten to enjoying an IPA yet and they're already on the next thing, which mm-hmm. is how they like kind of, they, for a while it was all IPAs, all IPAs. So by the time that the rest of the, the group, including us, the crowd caught up with IPAs, they're looking for their next, for yeah, the next, the next thing, one yeah. and then they get into sour, sour, sours. And then mm-hmm. I, so I'm a little bit behind. Um, right now the, um, wild ales, mm-hmm. um, from what I understand, that the next thing that they're looking for is beers with a bunch of different, um, uh, gen- like a, not genuine um, flavors that are not typical for beers. Because like, oh, okay. So okay. it's like, but they want to taste so those like flavors. Earthy? They want to get like a, they want to get like a, a habanero taste with a, with oh. a sour or a mint okay. or that. Type okay, of, I see. I see. Like, okay. Tastes that are not typically. Um, that you would pair together pair or think of when you're thinking right. about beer. So they want to taste all these different flavors in the beer. And, and, uh, yeah, I'm not, I've tried one. Uh, I, I want to believe, I want to say it was something, it had a little bit of a kick to it. So it might've okay. been like a jalapeno honey something. And, and I'm like, yeah, that's or really, sour. And I was yeah, like, that's really like yeah, I haven't there. gotten there yet. And I'm fine being a couple steps behind, but, um, it's almost like like transitioning to like liquors. Like you know how a lot of liquors will do a lot of different flavors yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it, you know, because yeah. I mean, beer is beer. That's when I'm, you think of beer. Like if you're an original beer drinker, your you mind is programmed beer. to right. think beer is right. This. And if you're gonna have something that's super like flamboyant mm-hmm. and fruity and tastes this way or spicy and tastes this way, you're that's your mind where doesn't you start associate to, right. it with beer. Like I'm right. not drinking beer. This can't right. be like beer. if you taste cinnamon, you, you're thinking fireball. You're yeah, not going to exactly. think of yeah, you know yeah. or a beer. Big so. red. I always I, every oh, yeah, time I try, it's like this is big red gum. Right. That's exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you mentioned liquor. Yes. I w- I uh, recently was having a conversation with somebody about rum, whiskey, and okay. Um, are you a rum drinker at all? Um, uh, yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, yes. Which 
But it, whiskey, I, I the, prefer whiskey and vodka. Same. Okay. Yes. Um, whiskey, vodka, I'm not big, but whiskey. But the reason we brought up the rum was because <clears throat> I'm sure that there, there is people out there that uh, drink rum to appreciate rum. Mm-hmm. But to me, rum always seems like that's the liquor that you have to mix something with it. Okay. Yeah. Like it, that. there's very few times where somebody goes... Let me just get... Try this rum. Right. Meat, you know? Okay, I see what you're saying. Right, like you wouldn't it's get like, Captain on the Rocks. Correct. That makes sense. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure there's people that do do it, but it seems... when To me, it seems at least when you go to these places, like a bar or a club or whatever, right. um, you're asking for rum with something. Right, it's like a mixed drink. Yes, liquor. as opposed to... With, now, uh, a, a, a mixologist can make a mix out of... They could take whiskey and of make course. a drink out yes. of it. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like... I don't know. It could just be my, my ignorance when it comes to liquor, but it seems like rum is always like accompanied with something as opposed to a whiskey where you're like, more yeah. people go, hey, it's neat. I guess, yeah, unless you're shooting it, you know, unless, if you're yes, shooting, unless rum, you're shooting but, rum. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I'm trying to get into gin. That's a, okay. that's a new thing. We have uh, Hendrix at the house. Okay, never um, heard of it. Buffalo Wild Wings, used, I don't know if they still make it, but they used to make this thing called uh, Hendrix Sling. Okay. And it's like Hendrix gin with elderflower, Sprite, hmm. cucumber, a bunch of fun stuff. Yeah. But I was like, well, let me, I mean, if I enjoy that, let me see how gin is. So it's, it's different. It's yeah. making me a little bit, you know, I got to yeah. ease into it. Like that's... most alcohols, they're like yeah. right off the, there's not one that you really go drinking mm, like, yeah. whoa, this is the best. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. This is why I showed up, you know. It, right, exactly. Nice. Excellent. Um, four beers up, four beers down. We've tried all of them. Give me your thoughts. One through four. One you would go back to, the one you least like, the one you most like. I would Where go do we back stand? to... Oh, foul and fallen. Them. Yep, yeah, the pumpkin. Dumb people. I would definitely go back to the pumpkin just because That'd be your it's number one. definitely different from what I'm usually going for, and it tastes okay. really good. Okay. Yeah. Number two would be? Number two would be the Antique Alley. Yeah. And then number three would be? The Light Crispy Boys. The Light boys. Crispy Boys. And then last would be the IPA. And just because it's an IPA. It's an IPA. <laughs> Agreed. Crystal, you tried the beers. You gave us your thoughts. Yes. That wraps up this segment. You guys stay tuned. Bruise Beats and Easter Podcast. Bruise Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the Beats portion. This is the portion of the podcast where I get to know my guests. Also, you get to know my guests, our guests. That's, I, I like the way that sounds. It's our guests. She's our guest. For all the fans that listen to all the people, all the, the podcast planet out there, we get to know our guests musical taste yes uh crystal we touched on the topic to uh, the subject we touched on the subject a little bit earlier and there's a wide variety of music that you enjoy yes. um what does a playlist sound which is kind of like um i mean my playlist is very open okay um usually i hit shuffle and gotcha. just let it go through mm-hmm. um it goes through country it'll go through underground rap um, <clears throat> it'll go through alternative rock, punk rock, death metal, yeah. screamo, classic rock. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I am old head ed, for those who don't know, and screamo is not a term I'm familiar with, so you're going to have to break that down for it's, me. I mean, it's, it's like in between. Screaming emo? Yeah. Is that what it, it, okay. it, I mean, pretty much, yes. Yeah. So it's a lot of, um, it, it's considered probably now more alternative rock okay um, people like um escape the fate or okay. um falling in reverse 
they have a lot of music where they're singing, but then they start screaming and they're singing. Gotcha. Um, fall into death metal yet until you know, like the real acoustics and everything start coming in. And, mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever heard the term pig squealing and all that. No. No, I can't. Brand new. But so, hey, listen, so we're here to learn. Pig squealing. So it's not that far into it. It's more just um, sh uh, raspy vocals that okay, are gotcha. on a higher level with screaming. So, okay. Um, so I don't think Sleeping with Sirens does it, but um, kind of like that. Okay. Um, but alternative rock, more like Panic at the Disco. Got you. That kind of thing. Okay. I'm familiar through, with that. So, okay. Yeah. That and then classic rock comes through and gotcha. Queen, who doesn't listen yeah. to Queen. Yeah. Um, really anybody. Led Zeppelin. Um, Bon Jovi, you know, we'll go pop classic rock, yeah. and it's just a big mixture. And I do enjoy jazz. I do enjoy nice. um, classical music. I do enjoy Frank Sinatra. Okay. So yeah. it does. It, it varies when I'm in the car. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's the second Frank Sinatra reference I've got that's in the podcast. Really? Yes. And the other one was also a young lady. That's so that's that's uh, these little stats and facts that I kind of yeah. record the memory. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's cool. Frank Sinatra, like typically, you're a young lady. Yes. Um, I'm an older person, and I don't listen to Frank Sinatra. <laughs> what got you into Frank Sinatra? Uh, my grandfather. Okay. My grandfather listened to classical music when I was younger. Anytime I would go um, spend the weekend with my biological father, okay. um, I would um, he would play classical music wherever we were going, and he got played you. piano. Okay. So it was kind of leading into that, and then of course listening to all that, and then my grandparents are you know they listen to everything that's 40s, 50s. And um, Patty, uh, Patsy Klein, okay, um, anything in that era. Yeah. So he falls into that era as well. So I've got gotcha. a lot of that was the influence yeah. there. Okay, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. That now, okay. My, I guess my other question would be, my next question would be, is um, as a as a child, mm -hmm. you enjoyed the music, or is it oh, something absolutely. that absolutely see that's because it's typically not that way. Typically, you hear it and it's not your music, and you're like, what are my grandparents listening to? And then it's not till later. No, loved it from the beginning. Okay. Um, my grandparents lived in Massachusetts for okay. 23 years. Mm. They just moved on recently. Um, and whenever I would go up and visit, I don't know if it has a lot to do with the memory of it, too. That okay. you kind of like, yeah, the nostalgia. like whatever they're listening to in the car. But it, it's something about it. Music is very, I don't know, I get very in tune with music. It, mm. you know, makes me feel lots of emotions. Yeah. And, I really, even as a young child, when that kind of stuff would play, mm -hmm. I'd be like, wow, this is like, this is good. This is yeah. interesting. It evokes something in you. Exactly. So I would listen to it more, and then I think I just keep it in my playlist due to the fact that it has good memories yeah. that come with it. So. Yeah. Is there, a, is there ever a moment on your playlist, because you've got a, you got a wide mm -hmm. variety of music, is there ever a moment, which I could imagine that it might be a moment where you're listening to one and it's whether it's a screamo or a really mm -hmm. fast song and then all of a sudden it just drops down like into something song? like... Like a song? Yes, yeah. that does happen. How does that transition um, hit you? Like, I would be like, wait, what the hell? Um, <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I guess I'm no. just so used to it now, but that's like how I've always listened to okay. music that yeah. it doesn't... The, time, the only times that I'm like, oh, is when my son, sometimes I have... <laughs> Children's, I've got, I know. So all of a sudden, I'll be listening to something that's like real heavy, and, and then, then all baby of a shark like comes baby on. Shark <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's fine if he's in the car because yeah. he'll listen to anything that we're listening to. Yeah. And he, I think he's more towards like dad. He really enjoys the underground, um, you know, Tech Nine, Strange Music, okay, um, Tom McDonald, all those people. 
he really bops his head to them yeah. uh, more than he probably bops his head to my stuff. But no Baby offense Shark taken. comes on. No offense taken. <laughs> Baby Shark comes on. And don't change it. Don't it has to it. stay on. But you when I'm driving by myself and it comes on, I'm like, oh, next. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's probably the only thing I next are, are the, the children's songs the children's that songs. pop through every once in a while. Yeah, that's a surprise, too. Yes. I mean, you could, you could go from, like, listening to a, a soulful singer belting mm-hmm. out this, like, this deep felt oh, yes. melody and uh, and it, it, like you said music puts you in a place whether it's because of nostalgia or just you know what you're going through at the time or what they're going through and you it's felt right. like most really good music is supposed to do is supposed to be felt and then uh, the, the change of pace turns right. on you like <laughs> yeah no and I just go with it I guess yeah. that's just I mean but that's how how I was my dad who I call my dad mm-hmm. um, he listen to country he listened to classic rock those were like the main things that we always listened to yeah. and it would just switch in the car consistently like that it would go from something you know pour some sugar on me and okay. then right into a love ballad from yeah. you know an old time johnny cash could come okay on. and it'd go from that to johnny cash mm. and we would just we were just vibing we were just yeah. going and vibing so nice yes nice. uh who's an artist that speaking of you know certain music mm-hmm. speaking to you who's an artist that the music that they produce that they put out like you feel the most Ooh, that's a good question um it's hard because mm-hmm. i do obviously art is a big thing for me you know with mm-hmm. photography and everything so these musicians are artists and i try my best to try and delve into what they're feeling in the moment that they've made the music or the song or what's going on type of thing so it's hard i guess because they're always coming out with good stuff. Yeah. Because I know it's true to them. Gotcha. Um, but somebody who will resonate with me is Garth Brooks. Like, okay. that's, like, my go-to. If I really am just, like, I don't know what I want to listen to today, it'll always be Garth Brooks. I'll always go to that. Yeah. So. Is there a particular song? I mean, something you could put me on to, like, an intro. Oh, what would, what yes. would be an introduction? Actually, okay. a great, great song that you could do is it's right called Friends in Low Places. I, okay, I'm familiar with this. You're I, familiar? Okay. I've drank at places that play these. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. So yes. That's, that's a good one. That's but Garth if you, Brooks. If you really want to do another one, um, Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up is a song by that, him. Okay. It's uh, it's upbeat. It's, gotcha. it's upbeat. So it's not like a typical country love ballad where, you know, okay. my truck and my girlfriend and my dog yeah. left me boohoo. Yes. Uh-huh. It's not like that. It's actually really good. It's upbeat. A lot of his music is. <clears throat> Yeah, a lot of his music is upbeat and really good. Okay. Um, he, he's really good. He's like, I mean, okay. So most people who don't know country and they listen to country, they be like, "Is that Toby Keith? Is that Toby Keith?" That's usually their, That's go-to. their go-to. Is that Toby Keith? <laughs> Garth Brooks has a lot of music that can resonate kind of with on Toby Keith's level too. Okay. So like a lot of party music, you know, a gotcha. lot of upbeat. But he does have some ballads. He has yeah. really good ballads and stuff. So. Okay, leads me to my next question. Um, so you're familiar with some underground rap or hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've noticed from country artists within, I don't want to put a time frame because I don't know when it was, but I would say within the last, if I'm going to throw a number out there, okay. the last seven, eight years. No, more than that. I'm going to go the last 10 years. Okay. I'm seeing a lot more influence of okay, rap so. slash hip hop on the countryside. <laughs> okay. So it depends on who you ask. If you ask somebody who grew up off like I grew up off country so I grew up off of Willie Nelson I grew up off of Johnny Cash I grew up off of the golden country country. yes exact Conway Twitty like I I grew up off stuff that was country like Mm -hmm. country 
uh, this new newer age country where yeah. it's still good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most most people now will be like, oh, a lot of influence from that, and I think it's just to keep up with the times, and it's to broaden, you know, their listening. Get more the audience, um, bring in more exactly. people. Exactly. I mean, Darius Rucker, he was the yep. lead singer of Hootie and the Bluefish. Yes. He transferred over, which was great. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean? So a lot of people who were probably already listening to Hootie and the Bluefish would accept him into country because yeah. it's very, very similar, very close, not too much crazy yeah. uh, change. But um, I think I think that's what it is. I think they're just trying to reach out and branch out to more of an audience gotcha. and trying to get. Okay. Because now everything's digital, so yeah. you got to get the generation that understands how to download your music a point. little yeah. bit easier than the people who are still trying to go buy CDs of your music. Very so true. So I think that's where yeah, it comes in for very them. Very true. Me as a hip hop fan, I mean. They listen, I'm not going to tell anybody how to handle their business or do their thing. Uh, what I do is just, I just don't listen to it. Right. But uh, me as a hip-hop fan, I think my only... Okay, let me take a step back. Me as an underground hip-hop fan who was, for most part of my life, very anti-mainstream, anti-going mm-hmm. you know, um, anti along with the, with the right. wave or, the, or you know, always going against the grain with my musical choices, kind of like what you had mm-hmm. reference to with the underground uh, rappers that uh, you said you and your husband enjoy. Um, I, I kind of feel a certain way when it's like there's a country group where I'm like, come on, man, y'all are, really? Right. Like, I mean, that's, that's only how I feel because I listen to old school country. Yeah. So those type of, like when they start taking those avenues, not that they're bad avenues, yeah. not that whomever the artist is that's working with them to make that type of music is a bad artist. It's just not my forte. I'm not yeah. going to go towards that because it's not country. Like when I think of country, I think of very specific yeah. sound yeah. and same with you you know like with the exactly. hip hop and everything it's a very specific way before mm-hmm. you start once you start reaching and branching yeah. you're kind of like oh, I don't know yeah now the uh, the other side I don't want to be I don't want to be <laughs> like just one way you know totalitarianism way of thinking um, the other side of my own argument, which is you're not supposed to argue with yourself, but you, you want to at least okay. you want to. <laughs> it's okay. That's how okay? you learn and grow. Yes, you know you have these conversations with yourself, just so you don't sound crazy when you talk to somebody exactly. else. Exactly. So, with that said, don't judge. Um, <laughs> I could see the other side would be is that the other side of the argument could be that it's like, hey, there's this young generation that they actually grew up. Right. On hip hop, right? So they're trying to bring the two together. Okay, I, I so a good example. This is going back a little bit, mm-hmm. but a good example. Would I'm all be, about going back. I when, mean, I've been around for a while. <laughs> when Lincoln Park and Jay Z got together, mm-hmm. great album. Mm-hmm. Great. At first, everybody was like, "Whoa, what's happening?" Yeah. Um, original Lincoln Park people were like, oh, "Yeah." I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. if you're someone like me who does enjoy listening to new stuff and new things, and I, I love that. That album is Reimagination is in yeah. my playlist. Like oh, that's no, yeah. part of my playlist, mm-hmm. and it's great. Was it different? Absolutely. But I think the best part about it is they both kept their yeah, their sound, stuff. their signature. They kept their mm-hmm. sound and signature. A lot of these people are trying to sound like the other person that's mm-hmm. on the track with them and trying to match their flow or match their musicality yeah and it takes away from what originally made your original fans to want to listen to you Definitely. so i think that's yeah that's where it starts to get muddy I yeah would say. yeah <laughs> a little yeah bit. so as long not as not bad just a little no but muddy. It's, yeah it takes muddy. a little bit of the shine <laughs> off of it but yeah. everybody has a bad album mm-hmm. you know everybody has made one bad album 
and it, it just it happens, you know. It just it's out there. That's uh, again, that's how you learn and grow. Exactly, and we're all about growth here. We're definitely <laughs> about growth. Um, my next question is going to be: uh, We're talking about bad albums. Um, what's what's once maybe one song or some artist that most that you kind of, like a guilty pleasure, like. Is there an artist that you listen to where it's like, I really don't like it, but somehow I'm drawn to it? Um, hmm. Baby Shark. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pink, Pink Fong, okay? If you guys are listening, sponsor, who cares? But listen. No, um, no. I don't know. Because probably, like, if everybody else is like, why do you, probably more of like, you listen to that. Okay, yeah, all right, so which, which is that? Um, which is, which, that's a better, yeah, that's a better way to put that. Be? That's a good. Someone that's that you so catch good. most people off guard when they, when it comes on and you're really enjoying it. When my music switches, that's usually when that happens. Um, I don't know, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a great okay. question. It's the I first time I tried it, I threw it yeah. up there. No, that's I mean, a great question. Yeah. I just, I don't know if there's, I guess it depends on who's in the car. Okay. I think that's where it falls under, like, what do you listen to? What do you listen when to? When Frank Sinatra pops on, that, okay. if my husband gets into the car, we start the car, and Frank Sinatra starts singing, he'll look, it's kind of, not that he doesn't like Frank Sinatra, but he's like, are you okay? Are you in the yeah. mood? What's going on? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Is this you an know? indicator right, about, Right, like, yeah. what's going on? Should um, I read into this? That would probably, and, and then I listen to some, sometimes I have, like, songs on here that people will put me on to that are not they're not of American English so okay. it'll be like different things I don't know okay. like it's not but it's not word it's not music it's like instrumentals okay okay alright gotcha like, but from other countries, countries that like, they like and there's sometimes music. there's words that will come in every mm. now and then but they're not they're not English yeah. so I, I think that would probably be the biggest people are like what, what, are, you, what are you listening yeah. to and it's like uh, I don't know somebody from Germany yeah it just, <laughs> just popped in there exactly so I think that would be that would probably be the, the answer you. to that question would Got be you. my um, uh, international music that yeah. sometimes pops up definitely not expected and all of a sudden right. like, listening yes. to but because that goes into the classical so it, yeah. it's very um, a lot of instruments mm -hmm. with very little vocals that come through and gotcha. like harps and yes yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very interesting things hey, not bad at all it's it is interesting I've found myself self in situations before where it's um, you go to a restaurant or you know small place and uh they might be like, I think it was a Yugoslavian place, okay. maybe. And we're sitting there. They're playing videos from like overseas, and it's such. It's so interesting to see the dy dynamic of of our culture's effect on their culture or right. their um, art. Right. So you know they'll take elements from what we do here. And then they'll incorporate them there. So it's always funny to see somebody else's version right. of our music. Uh, yes. You know, that's that's pretty entertaining. And it, and I, mean, I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't, <laughs> you know. Um, or even like if it's like a Bollywood thing. like a, Yes. It's like the videos are very in-depth and they're full-on choreography. But it's yes. like, I don't understand it, but it's amazing where you have the one guy that he's... He's trying to, like, I guess, imitate American culture or, right. or what we put out as, right. as art. So exactly. that's, no, that's pretty is, interesting. No, it's cool. Yeah, it is cool. definitely. <laughs> Crystal, we talk beats. There's only one thing. Now I can say it. There's just okay. one more thing left to do, <laughs> and that is talk about eats. Okay. This is Bruce Beast and he's the podcast. Y'all stay tuned. Stick around.
Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast, and we have reached the Eats portion. I still have Crystal with me. You know me. I'm old head ed. Um, if you're joining for the first time, welcome. If you've been here before, you get a welcome, too. Thank you for uh, sticking around, tuning in, and listening to, to what we put together here. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. The sponsors. Sponsor, sponsor something. Us. Sponsor something. <laughs> Speaking of the sponsors, this segment is brought to you by none other than WVCC. I'm not going to sing the Scythe Life part. Uh, H, H, two nights a week on Twitch. Um, if you're looking for that South Florida hip-hop, if you're looking for the underground hip-hop interviews, um, I mean, just if you're there for some lyricism, some like really deep down hardcore hip-hop, that's the place to go. Um, Backyard Barbecue is part of it. Uh, it's Tuesdays and Thursday nights. From 9 to 12, there's one hour, one hour that's dedicated to the Backyard Barbecue. That's where you're going to hear all the local talent from South Florida. Once again, WVCC, H2 Owens. Uh, give him a follow. He's got music coming out. The Waterproof, him and DJ Proof. Make sure you download the Twitch app. Get involved. I want to see y'all in the chat. I, I love the interaction that, that happens in the chat. And um, yeah, man, uh, I'm a sponsor of his show. He's a sponsor of this segment. Much love to WBCC. The whole South Florida media gang, WDDH, uh, Human Sushi. Human Sushi's got big things coming up. And I like the fact that this is the eat segment. And I'm going to like parlay Human Sushi in there because sushi is a food. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't think I, I shouldn't have explained that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the 100th episode is coming soon within a couple of weeks. The, the big things are happening. These guys are going to be bigger than Joe Rogan. At least that's what Renee said. So I'm going to take his word for it. And I'm going to put the positive energy out there and say, yeah, yeah, y'all going to be bigger than Joe Rogan. Especially since they fam. So, um, yeah, WVCC, WDDH. With all that said, that was a mouthful. <laughs> and this is the, the segment where we talk about mouthfuls of food. Yes. Like what we like to eat. Well, what my guest, in this case, Crystal, likes to eat. So, Crystal... Um, I always have a hard time deciding whether to go just um, go-to meal, favorite meal, or a meal, a cheat meal day. Mm. I'm going to leave it up to you. Which, which, which way? Uh-huh. So choose your own adventure. Do you want to go? You want to walk us through like a, uh, what a day of like your favorite foods would look like starting from breakfast oh. to, to dinner? Um, calories don't count. Cal- if calories didn't count? Yes. Oh, that's, that's probably... Okay, so in the morning, mm-hmm. country fried steak with eggs that win biscuits. Mm. That would be... That would definitely be a, oh, a yes, a great breakfast. <laughs> Lunch, it's hard. I probably go for like no calories. I don't know. I probably go for like a Caesar salad. Okay. With a like a meatball parm sub. Oh, I was I was about to say. See, Crystal, here I was. <laughs> I was gonna give you all this uh, accolade for being responsible on it, yeah, no. and they're like, "No, with the meatball no. sub is no, no calories, so no, we're good." Exactly. Yeah. Okay, no, no, good. Definitely. You threw that. me off with the salad. You, and, th- you honestly yeah. threw me off with the and salad. And then for dinner, that's a whole different ballgame. I could eat pasta. I could eat um, ooh chicken frances. I could eat that. I could eat anything that's Italian. Now I um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a podcast about beer, music, and food. And you say chicken French. Frances. Yes. And I'm like, either I've mispronounced it all the time and didn't know what it was, or I just don't know what that dish is. What is chicken uh, Frances? Chicken Frances is a egg batter chicken okay. and lemon sauce. 
Got you. With spaghetti. Do they usually put the capers on it with the... They can, the... yes. Sometimes okay. they will. I have seen Depending that. on where you go. Okay. If not, they'll put the lemon, like the actual lemon slices with it. Yeah. It depends. It all... Everything... Italian dishes vary wherever you go to. Yeah. So. But yeah. Where would you go to? I mean, I, I want to get into whether you get busy in the kitchen or not, but before we get there, <laughs> what's, what's the Italian place that we would recommend people to go to and maybe get a sponsorship from uh well um our go typically our go-to is um is usually buca de pepo okay we usually go there my husband and i that's our that's our favorite yeah Yeah, exactly because you yeah my husband's uh um bigger than i am i'm tiny so okay so we go places that we can both eat good and then i can have food for the rest of the week at work and it's great um my father-in-law used to own a restaurant, an Italian restaurant. So okay. That would have been our go-to. That was typically our go-to. Yeah. Uh, for a while until he sold the business. And Here in South Florida? Yeah, it was in Miramar. Okay. Yeah, it was. So. Nice. But uh, but yeah, so that's our that's our go-to is that probably Buka. Um, that's that. That's have, it. They have the best variety of things that we want to eat. Gotcha. And is it the most... Uh, I mean, I've eaten at Buca de Beppo, but I'm not... I don't come from an Italian household, so I don't know if that's close to traditional or the mm-hmm. tastes of it. At times. At times. At times. I guess There's it depends on items. who's cooking. Yeah. Okay. And I think it also depends on who's who's in the kitchen. Gotcha. Um, but that's any restaurant. You know, sometimes yeah. you, you can go and order the same thing mm-hmm. throughout the week and it'll always be different. different. So. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's closest. Yeah. It's... Not, the I most wouldn't consistent. say the most consistent and the absolute authentic, but mm. definitely the closest. Got you. Definitely. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take this opportunity to maybe suggest a place to you. Sure. Since you're a big Italian fan. Have you been to Pasta and? No. Okay. Um, there's this, a place on Atlantic Boulevard. Okay. And it's just west of. Um, I think that's Lions Road. So oh, that's you... not too far. Okay, that's yeah. Good. So right as you come off the turnpike, you pass Lions. You, I think before you get to Bank Road, it's either right okay. off of Bank Road or before you get to Bank Road. There's, it's crazy because it's another one of those situations where the outside of the building doesn't reflect. Kind of okay. like it doesn't give you the idea that that's there. Okay. And there's a Seven uh, Eleven, a Papa John's, and then there's this restaurant there. Okay. It's called Pasta and and their food comes from the northern region of Italy. Oh, That's okay. that cuisine. Yeah. And uh, it's really it's good. good food. I mean, it's an experience um, right down to, and it's been a while since I've been there, okay. but every time, the, the few times that I went there, every time was, it was a, a really good experience. The, um, the waiter, um, very well versed. Okay. And... Uh, and one of them even had an accent. And I was like, okay, oh, man, cool. this is great. Yeah. This, this really puts me in a... I, I want to say it was an Italian accent. Right. But they had this, like, which it added, like, a level... It's kind of like when you, you hear British people talk. Like, they um, can tell you some nonsense. Right. But that British accent is like, man, I believe you. Right, or exactly. I, I feel more educated. Right. But they could be saying some nonsense, you know. But, uh, yeah, so it just adds to the experience is what I'm trying to say. And... Um, Really good Italian food. Um, I didn't even know there was like a difference in regions as far as mm-hmm. what you get from one place yeah. and the other. But it was I learned that there, and um, yeah, they they had a short short rib braised or Ooh. short wait is it I know a braised t- beef yes like ravioli mm-hmm. yes and, in Epcot in the okay when they did the. Um, like the food and wine festival. Got you. That's one of the specialty items really? in Italy. Okay. That you can get at the little pop up places. That's it's good. It was great in Epcot. I will tell you that. I, 
I see why. So I would definitely want to. Yeah, yeah. Try it out. I mean, definitely. it's a great experience. Um, I well, the last time we were, well, last time I was there, it was really busy, mm-hmm. uh, and we actually had to sit outside. But it was still a wonderful experience. But again, it's like in a, it's in like a. It's like this plaza. Like, it doesn't seem like it's a sta- It's not a standalone restaurant. Okay. But don't let that fool you. Like the food is ridiculous. You'll sit outside in this like breezeway, and the service is great. Um, but that was like the only occasion where the chef or someone from the de- from the kitchen didn't come out and say hi because it was. Oh, I mean, okay. You sit outside. It's pretty crazy. Um, but um, if they can, they usually take the time and come out oh, and cool. see how you, how you enjoyed the the meal and what. That's awesome. Excellent place. The lemon cellos are dangerous. Oh. But that's anywhere. Yeah, like, that's true. They try to sneak it in on you like, ah, oh, this is like a after dinner, uh, just something. A, it, does a, it, it is a dessert, dessert. drink, yeah. but yes, those yeah. can sneak up on you. Yeah. I guess it depends on how much dessert you plan on having. That could do the damage. Yes. It's like, you're like, I haven't had my dessert <laughs> filled. I'm going to keep throwing back these limoncellos. It's a beautiful thing that we brought ourselves right to desserts. Yes. Um, desserts. Do you navigate? Do you stay within the Italian or do you branch out into... I mean, uh, I'm not a big sweets person. Okay. My my go-to dessert is tiramisu. So mm. yes, stays in the okay. in the Italian. Okay. Um, I, my last name is D'Amico. I was, yes. I'm of Italian so, there's descent. There's no denying there's it. There's no like my palate was created. Like that was it. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, but tiramisu, I'm very particular about. Okay. Same with clam chowder, but I'm very particular about uh, tiramisu. Okay, break it down because I want my listeners. Uh, well-versed in what to look for in a good tiramisu, so... Typically, you want to be able to have... It can't be oversweet. If okay. it's oversweet, sometimes... Well, for me, personally. Mm-hmm. If it's oversweet, it just overdoes the dessert. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I said, I'm not a sweet person, and tiramisu is like... It's like perfect. It's not too sweet. Um, the lady fingers that they use, like mm-hmm. in... Um, they have to be well-soaked so that you don't know you're eating lady fingers. Because if you've ever eaten them... Just naturally, they're crunchy. Yeah. They're like they're like yeah. cookies. Yeah. So when they're soaked the right way, it will it will be soggy, but not too soggy, mm-hmm. and it won't be crunchy. Gotcha. And then typically, if, as soon as you cut into it, if everything just cuts smoothly, mm-hmm. it's good. That's a good sign. Yes, it's a good sign. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the um. Is there a particular place that you prefer? Like, does Buco de Beppo have a, a, a... They have a good tiramisu, of uh-huh. course, because it's family style. You yeah. get a whole bowl to yourself, so it's like... The quantity always... Yes. I'm like, okay, this is good. They do have a great tiramisu. I will okay. say that. But there was a place out in California. I don't remember the name. It was okay. so long ago. There was a, a... Almost like what you were describing about... Um, pasta, what was it? Pasta, pasta and Small little place out in Palm Springs, right mm-hmm. off of the Strip. Um, there was an Italian place that I just kind of popped in with a friend. Popped in. We went to go eat. I was like, oh, tiramisu. Let me try. Best tiramisu I ever really? had. I was like blown away. I was <laughs> like, I need the recipe. Please can this person make it for me all the time. Like, I really, really, really want it. So, um, and it was, everything they made was handmade. It was like to order even the desserts were to order so it was great it was very fresh it it was so it was just like it was good it was it was perfect so 
that was the best hair. They got it right. They got it right, right. Yes, and because I don't remember the name of it, because it was a night out with a friend. Yeah. You know, we just kind of popped in to eat. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I don't remember, so I wouldn't even know if I was. I'd be like, which yeah. Italian place? Yes. <laughs> Shouts to you. Yes. You said it was in the in Palm Springs, Palm, Palm, Palm Springs, Springs, California, Palm Springs. on yeah. the Strip. So. Well, they know who we're talking. Oh, about. they know. They know. They've got like to. they're listening right now attentively. Yes. They know. They're like they're like they're looking at the person next to them. They're like, gonna yeah. be commenting, going, "That's us. That's us. That was us." That's us. <laughs> You hear them? They're talking about our tiramisu. I've never tried a homemade one though. Like I've never. Doris has a great one. Doris uh, okay. Italian, Italian market. market. Yeah. Doris Italian market has everything that's mm-hmm. fresh and perfect. So yeah. Doris sponsor. Um, they are great for any food, whether mm-hmm. you're eating Italian or not. Yeah. Fantastic. But their desserts, same thing. They have yeah. a good. They had a tiramisu cake. I think I got for my birthday. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was good. It yeah. was good. So. Yes. But I have never had someone make a homemade one. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like that's, it happen and... that's what I want. I want a like a, like a nona, which is a Italian Grandma. grandmother. Yeah, yeah. I want a like a real nona, like with that from that Italy. Years of made, knowledge and yes, yeah. that like ha, has been making tiramisu their whole life. Yeah. That's what I want to taste. Oh. I want to taste that tiramisu. Yeah. We gotta get that. We gotta we get, get any nonas out there that want to make me tiramisu. <laughs> yes. Let me know. Bruce Beats and Eats yes. the IG. <laughs> for, for any grandma that's on social media. I'm, I'm over here like, yeah, Bruce Beats and Eats on IG, grandma. Like, exactly. She's like, what's in the IG? Yeah. You know, that was a horrible, yes. that was a horrible Italian accent. And I apologize. It was that. close. It was okay, close. it was close. It was good. It was good. <laughs> that's too much. That's that was too perfect. Much. Uh, what's something you like to prepare at home? Uh, Chicken. Chicken. Because it's easy. <laughs> yes. It's so no fuss, no muss. No. It's chicken. There's um there's something that I make. My husband loves it. Okay. It's um creamy spinach chicken. It's okay. a it's a bake. So um it's like heavy whipping cream with cheese. Any type of cheese you want. Mm-hmm. Um I choose to go with Italian again. Asiago. Um okay. and Parmesan. Like Romano and all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I mix it all together mm-hmm. to make the cheese base and then you um saute your uh, green spinach, yep. mm-hmm. saute it all together. Uh, then you pour it on the chicken. You can put uh, pepper jack cheese on top as okay. well, and then put it in the oven, bake it, and then um, side of diced uh, red skin potatoes. Okay, that are mm, tossed in anything you want, yeah, any yeah, type yeah. of seasoning that you want. Olive oil with yes, a exactly. couple different. Yep, I did. Things. I think last time I did, I think I did like cheesy potatoes with bacon. Okay, like bacon crumbled on. Nice. Oh, bacon goes on the chicken too before you put really? the yeah. So you lay just mm. bacon pieces down and then lay the pepper jack cheese on top. Mm-hmm. It's nice and creamy, nice and cheesy, spinachy, very fattening. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of calories. As you're saying this, but delicious. As you're saying that, um, I mean, you might be a little too young for it, but um, do you remember the commercials for the Encore Family Meals? I Sam the the okay. No, that's fine. Hey, listen, that, we uh, eat Encore. Man. My grandparents still will buy Encore okay. dinners. All right. Well, let me put you on. <laughs> let me put you on, and I and then I'll tell you exactly, explain to you why it brought me to that. Uh, Encore was they were known for having the the frozen dinners mm-hmm. that were big enough for, for family. And the commercial consisted of the Encore guy. I think the guy might have been Sam or something. And he would be in the frozen food aisle and a customer would come over and he goes, Sam, how am I supposed to, you know, how am I supposed to, um, 
this is too much food for my family. This, this, and that. And he would go, we'll be over on t- Tuesday at 7.30. So he would invite himself okay. to the house. Which brings me to my point. Right. I'm inviting myself. <laughs> inviting over so you're yeah. going to have some. <laughs> so you can have some <laughs> of the chicken with the bacon and the, <laughs> and the cheese. and No problem. Excellent. No problem. No, it is. It's really good. That's... Yeah. that's... The, the way you... I mean... The way it sounds, I'm like, man, that sounds very yes. interesting. Yes. Man. It's, um, I've tried, I made my own, well, yeah, no, I made my own Alfredo sauce. Okay. We did, we did some chicken Alfredo one night and I made okay. my own. There's a lot. See, now. Th- There's th- a lot that goes into it. I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. I that's... did not realize. So. And what I do is my way of kind of contributing um, to the fact that there's a lot that goes on into like an Alfredo sauce. I just don't eat it. So I don't want to put anybody. So it's okay. Through the don't, worry it's okay. About it. don't worry about it. Don't, don't bother it. yourself because of me. I'm just not a big Alfredo yes. guy. Yes. No. It was great. Yeah. It was. It was. My husband said yes. Good. Okay. Um, obviously, we're both pretty good at Italian connoisseurs. Yes. So, um, well, you said he he made pizzas for a while. Correct. Yes. At his which means that I have to have yes. him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how I network and get people yes. on my show. Yeah, I am I mean, scouting right you, now you as I'm recording. Try. I'm going to tell you, he's not uh, as talkative as me. I do the talking for the relationship. That's, so. Oh, okay. You're the representative. <laughs> I'm the representative of talking okay. for the relationship. Um, but you could try. I mean, I don't see why not. Uh, yes, he made pizzas for his dad when his dad owned the Italian restaurant out in Miramar. Okay. So, yes. Nice. And then he got into the kitchen sometimes and, you know, learned how to toss this and that together. Okay. So he was okay with my Alfredo sauce. He said, it's good. Really? It's good. Yeah. Mm. I didn't make enough for mm. all the pasta to be covered, like, the way we like See, it, you know, like, nice and... And I think that's why I stay away from Alfredo, because that coverage, I'm like, oh, this is a lot. Like, yeah. You know? it, it, see, we like it. But it has it's to the be, preferred way. It's yeah. the preferred way to you eat You want it, a good amount of uh, the ratio of uh, noodle per oh, Alfredo, yes. that it's got to be... Yes, right. Alfredo has to be more than yeah. noodles. Yes, Definitely. exactly. So, but no, but it came out good. I tried that. So, but mostly chicken. I go chicken, simple. You know, mm-hmm. chicken, potatoes, any type of vegetable that we try and do. Yeah. Corn, asparagus, broccoli. There you go. Yeah, nice. I try and mix it up sometimes. I yeah. try and add different things and do different things with it. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it's horrible. It <laughs> went very wrong. Everybody in my house still eats it and says it tastes great. And yeah. I'm like, sure. And that comes from a place where I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess and and venture out there and say that that comes from a place of like we didn't have to cook, so we can't say it was bad. Yeah, you did it. I guess. I yeah. guess that's true. That's where, that's where I would go with that. Yeah, could be wrong. Could be true. wrong. <laughs> Crystal, um, we 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 got to know you. Um, you sampled the beers. Uh, you gave us your thoughts on the beers. Uh, we talked music. We got to know that there's a lot that is involved when it comes to a playlist that you yes. curate. A little bit of everything. You might be surprised. There might be a uh, a toddler song that pops in there. Maybe like a kid's bop version or something. Um, and we got to know what you prefer when it comes to food. Yes. What you like to make. What you're looking for. Which that's pretty interesting. It's like, I'm looking for that tiramisu. Yes. That, like, that, uh-huh. And I'm sure you'll get it one day. So someday you'll find yourself, and then you'll like barge into the kitchen and be like, "I want to hug this person." Yes. And then you get grand- grandmas love hugs. They do. So they'll be all about it. They'll be all about it. Um, if you want your masks, if you're looking for photography, uh, down the line we're gonna have baby items. Yes. Um, once again, can you give them the social medias? Yes, it's uh, Melon Thread underscore Creations mm-hmm. for masks and for hand sewn items. Okay. Uh, my photography page is Eagle. I, the lowercase I, and photo is F-O-T-O. Yes. 
like Italian. That's is that that's the way the Italians spell photo. Uh, I know it's, I, I know how Spanish people spell photos. F O T O. Really? Yeah. Okay, so then yeah, let's say yes. it. Let's say yes. It's yeah, okay, the, let's run with it. Right, who are we to who are we to say it's not? <laughs> it is. It is. Seriously, um, this was a pleasure. As always, this is Bruce Beast and he's the podcast. Again, I'd like to thank my guest, Crystal D'Amico, for taking the time, sitting down, talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the guest, for tuning in yet another week. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know it's on all streaming platforms. Uh, The YouTube is up. We went over that in the the first uh, segment, how to find me on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Bruise Beats and Eats. It's the letter N between the the beats and the eats. That's on IG if you want to keep up with me there. The Gmail is the same. I'm interested in hearing what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're listening to. Put me on. Let me know what's going on. That is Bruise Beats and Eats. I am O-Head Ed. Thank you so much again. Thank you. We're out. Bye.